The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as you heard Eamon mention in the news headlines there, the Taoiseach says an incident at a migrant camp in Dublin has all the hallmarks of a racist attack. Those were the words of Leo Varadkar speaking to Pat Kenny a little bit earlier today. Uh, this uh, attack has been reported on by Kitty Holland, the social affairs correspondent with the Irish Times, and sh- she's with me now. Kitty, you're welcome to the show. So what more can you tell us about this? Well, um, I suppose I'll just start at the beginning. <laughs> um, myself and photographer uh, Dara McDonald went out there on Saturday because we had heard about this camp of tents, quite a well-organised sort of like tented village out by the River Polka. And that was to be the story. Um, we went out and um, found the, they're quite visible from the, from the road. And we went down and I, we didn't know who we were going to find, whether they'd be Irish or foreign or European or men or women or what. Um, but anyway, we went down and they were mainly um, EU nationals. They were Portuguese, um, Polish, Hungarian, Croatian and an Indian man. And there had been a Scottish man living there. So they showed us around the homeless, you know, the tents and how they'd organised it all. And the story was, you know, that these people had been living there for seven months. And, um, and that was that. So, um, sorry, a lot of breath. We, I um, we, uh, I went back to get my car and the photographer went back to get his car. And then as we were driving back into the city centre, um, I saw these men um, approaching and they were with dogs and one was carrying a baseball bat and a couple had sticks. And um, and one of them was wearing a black balaclava and just knew where they were headed. Like um, they were kind of trying to get in over the ditch into the forested area and they made their way down there. So I rang the photographer and he rang me and we both sort of said, geez, we better go back. And uh, so we ran back and um, the photographer said to, to ring the guards, which I did. And I suppose they probably heard me before we got there because I started shouting, what are you doing? Stop, stop, you know, what are you doing? And so by the time we got there, they were kind of in retreat and they were leaving and they, um, they, 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 yeah, so that they left. And, but we heard before we got down there, I could hear like the loud commotion and banging and crashing and tell screaming at them to get out and, and that sort of thing. Um, so they, they like I said to them, why, why, why are you doing this? And they said that there had been an assault locally, and that that was the, that they were kind of linking the people who were living there to the assault. And and, and they they were putting the run on them effectively. Is that 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 was that's what what it looked like the aim was, was it? Well, I mean. It was very aggressive. Their their kind of their gait and their stances. They were what they were really striding with purpose. And mm. they, you know the the dogs weren't small dogs. They were like an American pit bull terrier and uh, an Alsatian. There were four dogs, three or four dogs, um, and um, they were they, they were yeah, and they were they were big dogs, and they were you know, carrying sticks, and one had a balaclava. I mean, this was not a welcoming party. Yeah. So uh, you know, and I don't know what their motivation was. Uh, like they said it was because of the uh, the uh, uh, you know alleged assault in the area in recent days, um, and but it, it, what had been circulating on social media in the days before about the camp was that they need to be and these are quotes now from some of the posts on social media. Yeah. They need to be ran out of it. Get the petrol lads. I've got my dogs, and we'll go down and sort it out. You know, really. 
and, and saying they weren't Irish and saying, what are they doing there? And like the, the guys at the camp told me that they knew they had been called Somalis, um, that they had been called like the, the village people from Africa and things like that. So that was the sort of tone of the commentary mm. about the tank, about the camp going around on social media beforehand. And and you, you, you had just been there, you know, before this group of lads yeah, showed up. So I guess you, you were well poised to, I suppose, compare before <laughs> and after. What damage did they do? Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, they didn't do huge damage. I mean, they hit, they, I mean, they did hit um, the young, one of the young guys. I mean, they were, um, he was the youngest. He was like, he's just gone 20 to like, to me, still a child, you know, and um, he was very upset when we got down there. He was rubbing his arm and saying it had been badly hurt. And I said, is it broken? And it didn't look like he could move it. And she said, it's not broken. And he said, my bones are strong, but the tendons are sore. He was he was really um, I think frightened and upset by what had happened. There was a Portuguese man there um, who was kind of like right, that's it, we have to go. He had a sort of air of like I knew this was coming, this is it now, we've got to go. You know things are escalating. These guys mean business. Uh, there was an Indian man. Um, he was um, quite chatty beforehand, um, but he was really. Um, he looked really shook. He was in. He wouldn't talk to me. He was head down. He was just really slowly dismantling his tent. He was just. And then there was a Hungarian guy there, and he um, he was just furious. He was just like this country, you know. I I like Ireland, but you know it's getting racist, and I can't take it. And I'd love to go home, but I'm owed money. And he just was just apoplectic mm. about what had just happened. It's so it's a mix of a, emotions. Yeah. It's, well, it's just interesting, uh, judging by what that Hungarian man said to you, I mean, it would suggest that this attack, while unusual, it wasn't completely out of the blue. In other words, I mean, it sounds like they had been exposed to racism and xenophobia before this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had said that they'd lived there for seven months um, and that really without incident and then that just in the last week or so that stuff had been circulating on social media that they had seen. And they were, like when I was down there before, they had mentioned it and said, you know, it's it's not, um, we're not so comfortable here anymore and there's stuff being said about us. And, um, and I mean, I suppose if you're sleeping rough and you're homeless, you are very vulnerable. And this is part and parcel of sleeping rough is that, you know, you're very vulnerable to being attacked. And that's one of the reasons people kind of set up camp together or, you know, stay together yeah. when they're sleeping rough is to kind of look out for each other. Um, but they did, um, yeah, the, I mean, the, the Hungarian guy and the guy from Portugal, they they were saying, you know, things have got bad in the last while. Things, the racism has got bad, and um, and and you know, these are EU migrants. They have every right to be here. There's no visas required for them to get into the country. They yeah. have as much right to work, live and work here as we do in France, Spain, Italy, Hungary, Croatia. Um, so, but they were feeling it. You know, they were said they were feeling the the hostility and the anti foreign um, sentiment towards them mm. and some of the comments about the camp on social media were really you know and, and it, it, to be honest. It, is the camp still there Kitty and what, what's the latest on well, the guard I, investigation I, I, they said, well they said they were not bringing their tents and stuff but I haven't been back since um, but I'd say that I mean there was a lot of stuff there. You know, they had a lot of belongings and blankets and mattresses and mm. stuff. So I'd say um, I'd, I'd say I'd say there's a lot of it still there. But yeah. um, 
they you know they were making for the city centre. Um, I've been speaking to the Dublin Simon Outreach team, and they're in contact with two of them. And the Mendicity Institution um, is in contact with a few of them. And then the Lighthouse um, City yeah. Centre in Pierce Street knows um, the Indian fellow quite well. I, I, I want to go to Kieran Perry who's with me as well he's an independent counsellor but just before I do Kitty because it, there's been some pushback from some quarters of the internet and I just yeah, want to get your, your, your take on it a kind of a, a different video getting shared suggesting it was this verbal confrontation and no more and there was no dogs or bats well there were there were dogs and bats I mean we we have pictures of that but we can't use them because the men would be too readily identifiable um, so there were okay. I was like, why would the guards and I make this up it's yeah alright yeah listen Kitty thanks a million for talking us through all of that uh, Kitty Holland like I say social affairs correspondent with the Irish Times Kieran Perry is with us as well an independent councillor for the area uh, Kieran, I'm sure people in the area your constituents and voters talking about this what are they saying um, uh, good evening Kieran. Uh, absolutely shocked um, but to be honest, personally, I'm not that surprised. Um, you know, as Kitty has said, this camp was identified on social media during the week with, um, you know, encouragement to attack the, the the residents. So it doesn't really surprise me that this has happened. Like the direct consequence of racist lies being spread on social media. And like we seen last week, um, masked men marching around a nearby area issuing threats so it was almost inevitable that something like this would happen. Uh, disappointing and frightening. So it is. Do you suspect we're going to see more of this type of thing? With the amount of lawyers on being spread across social media, again, I think it's inevitable that, that we will see more and more of this. Um, like the, the, the social media companies, they have to clamp down on the, these type of rumours and unsubstantiated allegations and blatant racist lies. They absolutely have to. We're, we're seeing people panicking in a lot of areas based mm. purely on the rumours on social media. And so I think that is, that's absolutely unacceptable. Now, to, to be honest, Karen, like the ultimate responsibility lies with the government and yeah. you know the disastrous housing policies and even the arrogance of the Department of Integration, you know, not engaging with communities, you know, having a dysfunctional immigration system. Like, they, 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 there's where the ultimate responsibility lies. And unfortunately, we, what we have now is homeless uh, people being attacked in response to that. And no emphasis or focus being put on the government as being uh, responsible. So you, you, you feel the government have created fertile ground for this sort of racism and xenophobia to take root? Oh, 100%, Karen, 100%. Like, the Department of Integration were contacted uh, prior to the East Wall situation exploding, advising them to engage with the community, to consult with the community, and they just blatantly refused and insisted on going ahead and dumping, and I use the term purposely, dumping, a load of people into an already disadvantaged community. It was inevitable that, that there would be a backlash against that. I don't think any of us could imagine the backlash would have been as vicious as it has been and would have spread as quickly. Obviously, being those agendas at play and being mm. stoked by the far right, but still, it's, ha- it's having a really negative effect in a huge amount of working class communities.
Kieran, thanks for joining us. Kieran Perry is an independent uh, councillor uh, from that area. Before Kieran, as I said, we spoke to Kitty Holland as well, social affairs correspondent with the Irish Times. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.